0: Yeah. I'm trying to see if it's working.
1: Before, but then I forgot to close the testing track. So unless you right. wanted me to sing random parts of Paper Planes at the beginning of your podcast. Yeah. you I doubt you like, want that track. We pack and deliver like UPS trucks. That's like the only line I remember reliably.
0: The first time I heard that song. I was in a bar, and I was like, why did someone sample The Clash?
1: Why wouldn't you sample The Clash? No,
0: I just think it's a very strange choice,
1: Joel. I know. It's sort of a – I remember hearing that and being like, you know, I really did like that Clash song. Yeah, it's an awesome song. But I love what MIA has done with the place.
0: Well, you and Graziella will get along because she only listens to, like, two songs ever. And (laughs) that's one of them.
1: (laughs) That's Trouble. Because, uh yeah, songs, they get old. And then you just want to like... So I've heard. Stuff.
0: Um, I, w- I wouldn't know anything about that. Except when I find a new song and I listen to it like 30 times in a row. Just keep repeating it on my mp3 player. And then next week I'm like...
1: Eh. I can't listen to that song ever again. <laughs> yeah, pretty
0: much. <laughs>
1: it's like, whoops.
0: I God, that song was like so last week. I know. Except usually I discover the song like five years after everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's really like that song was so five years ago last week.
1: Once again, uh, we need to discover time travel, so you could just like show up at a party so back in cool. time. Yeah, I'd be like, like super. What's cool. up,
0: dogs? How about we listen to some Third Eye Blind? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you could be like those guys from Time Cop, except instead of making yourself fabulously wealthy, you would slightly increase uh, your cultural man, cachet among I'm your cop. peers.
0: <laughs> time cop is so frustrating to me and it's specifically because of the way they discover that time has been violated i'm almost certain i've said this on the podcast before but like so I, I guess the premise is these people go back in time and they rob like a civil war era gold shipment um and then like when the gold is received in the future like the the authorities eventually get their hands on some of it and they're like
1: the, the chronotons are like, all out of whack. Well,
0: Yeah, yeah. They're like, the, we've carbon dated this gold. <laughs> and like, okay, two things. Gold, no carbon. <laughs> two, if it's been like transported through time, then the carbon would not have decayed. Because like, it's not like you bring it 200 years forward in time.
1: Oh, so they said that the gold was older than it should have been?
0: Well, they said they were like carbon dating has shown that this gold is from the 1800s. But if you retrieve that gold from the 1800s and then immediately brought it into the 21st century, the carbon would not have like decayed yeah. any more than it already had. This is true. Like it's not like that's not it's it's a I guess a relative form of time. Not But what can you ask of a movie starring Jean-Claude Van
1: Damme? Yeah, I mean, if the if if the worst inconsistency the script, you create in time travel is carbon dating, I think that you've uh, you've created a compelling illusion, frankly.
0: But he's like, no, seriously, uh, my kicks are so powerful. Like, they make <laughs> they you travel you through, through time. time. That was oh, the no, original. traveling uh, through the original I... script treatment. It's like John Claude Van Damme kicks himself so hard <laughs> that he travels back in time.
1: We need to come up with something better than that. Are you yeah, comfortable like, with rocket let's sleds?
0: Just, let's just put him in a car that travels through time or something.
1: I love how he's always traveling back in time to the most inconvenient point, like yeah. right in front of a Mack truck. How does time it's travel? Like,
0: he travels back in time next to like the exploding barrels. I mean, I don't remember the movie that well, but I remember at the end there was a warehouse with like video game levels of barrels painted
1: red. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this whole warehouse is rigged to blow. It's going to tear my mullet straight off. <laughs> this was bad. And that, he had like some weird kind of woofing mullet going on in that movie too. It wasn't the tightly cropped and... Yeah. I don't even know, what the soul glow mullet from a Hard Target.
0: <laughs> so what else has been going on? Nothing. I heard uh, motherfucking Hideo Kojima is quoting himself. <laughs>
1: Yeah, when you give a, a speech. Did you see that? Like, it was on like Kotaku Joystick or some website. I would um, be much madder at Hideo Kojima if I had not seen the Mega 64 yeah. that included him, like, which was I hilarious. Can't,
0: I can't understand this man. He's such an uptight, douchey, nerd loser. But he also totally doesn't take himself seriously. How yeah, that was he be both.
1: <laughs> that was the most disarming thing he could have possibly done ever. I mean, I'm having trouble. I mean, reconciling how I felt about him before and how I feel about him now. Yeah, because
0: that like, was really it was just confusing.
1: so perfectly in key with what needed to happen. Yeah, Although when he he flips open his cell phone and tells his secretary to cancel all of his appointments for the day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So he can run around in stealth. I liked it yes. immediately after that. One of the guys does like a spinning kick off a wall, like right in front of some guy on his cell phone. And the guy's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> As if like this was like like uh like he's some meathead frat head, frat boy kind of dude, and like someone had just like bumped him in the shoulder, and not like a man in a skin tight suit, and just like did a pirouette ish kick. <laughs>
1: Yes. But anyway, back to quoting of cells. Yeah, so,
0: like, in that GDC, I guess, I don't know. I don't really know the context. I just saw the picture of a slide that had a quote by Hideo Kojima in a presentation by (laughs) Hideo Kojima. And it was such a douchey quote, too. It was like, 90% of what we perceive to be impossible is actually possible. And the rest just takes effort for <laughs> <not> their time. <laughs> I was like, mad. That's like that's like if you combined every motivational poster in the world, <laughs> even the crappy ones that like you get out of the motivator from websites and stuff, and just crushed them all together. That's like the kind of super-powered motivational quote you would get.
1: Yeah, I wonder why a video game producer would even be talking to us about why stuff that's – impossible isn't impossible.
0: He's like, first they told me you couldn't make a stealth action game. And I was like, fuck that. And then I did. And then they were like, Hideo, you can't live at the bottom of the ocean with no life support. And he was like, watch me bitches. I made metal gear.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not like he went to the moon. It's like Hideo Kojima after decoding the human genome. Yeah. Curing cancer. And I don't even know what else.
0: He actually just swam to the moon.
1: Yeah, he swam to the moon. <laughs> they were
0: like Hideo, there's no water on the way to the moon. It's all air. And he was like, ninety percent of what you perceive to be impossible is in fact possible. <laughs> and then he just pushed those douchey glasses. His up body, his, his body
1: lacks so much density that he actually floats in air. It's like liquid to him
0: because he's so full of hot
1: air. Well, maybe you could go that way too.
0: He just went to the message boards where people were talking about, they were like, Metal Gear 4, 9.4, that's some bullshit. How about 9.8? And he was like, yes. And he just The buoyancy increases every time he reads quotes <laughs> like that. Uh, but,
1: yeah. Uh, I, I felt of- like
0: there would be more exciting things out of gdc i didn't really see much except that i'm so super pumped for dragon age right now oh my gosh like before i was like dragon age just make mass effect (laughs) two. and then they started talking about dragon age and i was like this actually sounds
1: really good (laughs) why would you complain about more mass effect 2 well i'm I'm not i i need more of those games well i was saying
0: instead of making dragon age just focus on mass effect I will say, instead of making Star Wars another MMO that probably won't do too well, just make Mass Effect.
1: Yeah. Why do we... Haven't people learned yet?
0: WoW like, owns freaking MMOs. I don't know. BioWare is a pretty good company. If anyone could do it, it'd be them. But, like, they're what they're talking about for the game just makes no sense. Like, it sounds like it would be literally impossible to do. Now, Hideo Kojima has taught us... Yeah. That 90% of what we perceive to be impossible is, in fact, possible. Um, but, like, they were like, well, the problem with MMOs is that they really lack story, and we want to bring that in. I'm like, okay, I can buy that. And they're like, every character class will have separate quests and have an entirely separate leveling up experience. So I'm like, so you can't play with your friends. Because Oof. you're doing entirely separate things? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Like, Well, maybe... That, I mean, they could figure out a way to... Yeah, you're right. That would be really hard.
0: But if... I don't know. if you, Let's say if you, like, start as a Jedi. And, like, like normally in these games, there's, there's a certain amount of quests you basically do by yourself, and then you get deposited into the bigger world. Um, but it seems like what they're talking about is just, like, the entire leveling up process of the game... You have a, an experience tailored to your class, which suggests to me that, like, so, so you got a Jedi, and he's got to do, like, Jedi things, like kill some Tauntauns, whatever they do in Star Wars. And then there's, like, a bounty hunter, and they're both, like, level 35, and the bounty hunter's got to go, like, to a different planet and kill some Wookiees. Like, when are they going to meet up? And if they do, <laughs> then aren't you diluting the story crap that you were talking about? And frankly... I don't think anyone cares anyway. They just want to get an epic lightsaber.
1: For reals. Is it even fair to have Jedi's be a character class? Because uh, you're either going to totally water down the Jedi to make it even fair for like the yeah. bounty hunter class. Or, you know, if you really follow sort of Star Wars lore, the Jedi's are going to run the show and everybody else is just a glorified taxi driver or... Yeah. <laughs> Can't everybody else
0: it. is just hanging out. I mean, that's with galaxies. I know it was really hard to become a Jedi, and then eventually they got to a certain point in the game, and they were like, "Oh, Jedi's just a class now," <laughs> and everybody was like, "Huh? Oh,
1: <laughs> I don't know." My whole life, because that's what it took. Yeah. I don't- On the topic
0: of MMOs, I finally got this sweet shield I was hounding for out of a 25-man dungeon. (laughs) Which means, guess what? I'm not ordering any more 25-man raids, bitches.
1: You don't have to?
0: I'm done. You guys do whatever you want. Um, I mean, that's not necessarily true. I got love for my guild. But uh, if they want to go, they can organize their own raids and just tell me when to show up. Because I'm sick of it.
1: I'm a guest at this party now.
0: Oh, man. It's just like... It's so much stress that I don't need. My liver doesn't need it, frankly. Um, <laughs> but like, there's always some guy that like backseat raid leaders, and they're Back, not. How the do worst. you backseat
1: raid lead? Does that mean he's like shouting into his friends? He's like, si-
0: he's sitting there. He's like, okay, okay, you do this, 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 you do this. Okay, you do this, and it's like. Okay, so for an example, I'll try and keep it brief. It's um, too late. There's a boss. The wheels are off on this crazy the 25-man thing, he puts a curse on 10 people out of the 25. Um, and you have to dispel these curses really fast. You get, like, a couple seconds to do it. And you have to get rid of it off of everyone, basically. Because if it expires, it does a whole bunch of damage to everybody around him. So there's only, like, a couple classes that can remove curses in the game. And the way our raid was made up, we only had two people, which makes... And <laughs> so one they person had, had cure. Never, like, it was Graziella respectfully- and one person that had never done it before. <laughs> so we die, of course. And the guy's like, you got to remove the curses. I was like, there's two friggin' people. <laughs> like, the way the game works, you cast a spell, and then you can't cast a spell for a second and a half after that. So if there's two people and there's five curses for each of them, and you only get like seven seconds to dispel the curse. Then the math just doesn't add up. <laughs> but then, and then he's like, come on, guys. But then like you almost want to empathize with him when people can't figure out like there's another boss where people get a negative pause and a positive pause or a negative charge and a positive charge. And you want to stand with the people who have the same charge. And if you stand near people with the opposite charge, everybody dies and you fail. And so we tried that about four times, and we were like, oh, well, this is never going to work, because people can't understand what a plus or a minus is. So we just quit. It could be
1: confusing. Opposites attract, Dave.
0: It was just like, I could understand. It's like, oh, it's my first time here. This is so exciting. I'm, what am I going to do today? going to, oh, positive charges. You got it, chief. And then it's like, oh, I'm dead. Oh, well, next time, I, I understand now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got it. It's like okay, positive charge stands on the right, negative charge stands on the left. Oh wait, half the raid's dead. Great.
1: <laughs> How do they receive the charge? Is it like an event or do they just It just, just happens.
0: Run? There's like a boss he does it every like 15 seconds or so it changes. And then like like they're different colors. A plus doesn't really look that much like a minus. <laughs> like I mean they share some basic symbolic elements. <laughs> Like a, a horizontal line.
1: Oh, man. I thought that was a division but symbol. One's
0: reds, one's what? blue. Not only that, but, like, when you get the charge, you start to glow blue or red. <laughs> like, there's so many indications. Like They, they didn't
1: a, really make it that hard.
0: There's an add-on that, like, I run. Most people in the raid run. But even if you're not running it, somebody in the raid is announcing when the thing happens. And there's a big, like, bong that that cues you in like i said it so many times before but it's not a hard game
1: oh man what are we actually talking about or is this just now the hijacked Um, wow podcast
0: 24 but i gotta tell you i didn't get too excited about this week's 24
1: yeah although like
0: it really felt like pretty much nothing happened
1: well nothing did happen because they went to a place and they got attacked by starkwood yeah, but that's like maybe attacked.
0: The, that's the only thing that happened. Like I can't, I couldn't even believe watching it that forty-five minutes had passed because there had been no action in the show.
1: <laughs> I felt the same way.
0: When I say action, I don't mean like an action scene. I mean like an event happening.
1: What are you talking about? We got some sweet Kiefer Sutherland, almost naked action. Yeah, that's like, like the
0: first thing. Like when he's his dog was shirt. slightly obscured by that out that, of focus that whatever that was, giving him that longing gaze.
1: <laughs> I love when he's taking off his shirt and there are scars everywhere. Yeah, and he's like, and they're this, like, this, this they're isn't like, a reaction. Oh, my God. I it's had
0: it. And he's like, no, no, it's not the virus. I've had these. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, You're a doctor. You <laughs> don't know what a scar looks like? It's like, oh, my God, this virus makes you explode out in 10 year old bullet wounds. <laughs> <laughs> my yet. God. Sarkwell, you monsters.
1: Everybody survives. They're just slightly disfigured.
0: Yeah, but it's okay because it's like not even on your face or anything.
1: Yeah. Oh man, I don't even. I would maybe it's just you looked at him and as like you misinterpreted, Jack. I wasn't thinking that those were you know evidences or they weren't symptoms of the virus being active in your system. I just think you've had a really crappy life. Yeah. And those scars <laughs> are definitely proving it. Well, yep. <laughs> Like, what, did somebody just shove a tree branch through your shoulder here? Yeah. I'd like to know if we, if somebody, Serbian like, like with,
0: with the crazy lost fans who do that sort of thing, like, who, like, freeze frame and write down every detail and compare it to previous things that happened in the show. I'd like to know if, if someone we, did that with He was locked up in a Chinese like, freight. Well, we don't know, <laughs> but I'm wondering if there are any on-screen events that could be correlated to some of those scars.
1: There probably are. Who knows? I mean, he's I mean, never he's been, been shot, shot in the show has he i he must have been
0: i I yeah. can't pull out They're, like he must have gotten
1: shot in the shoulder or something, yeah, like ten times, yeah, <laughs> they just keep God just the same keep spot. hitting me in the shoulder <laughs> oh, my. I just wish for once somebody would hit me in the heart. <laughs> it's already dead
0: it's actually he's got like a giant magnet there <laughs> just pulls the bullet over. <laughs>
1: Trying to play basketball, he just weeps yeah. when he tries to lift his arm above his head. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, he's like, ah, he's gonna throw it the grandma. That's why. Style, he,
1: that's why he's head. yeah. That's why he's always <laughs> punching people in the chest. If he tries to go for the chin, he's just gonna fall over.
0: <laughs> he can't pick his arms up that much. <laughs>
1: he's like Frankenstein. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. But Tony Almeida gets played by the Starkwood guy. Which, seriously, though, I didn't see that twist coming. You Fra- they didn't really. No, I totally thought the guy was selling Starkwood out. That made sense to me. It doesn't make I, sense to me that there would be this many people invested in releasing a toxic agent on American soil it in it the name of a make company. It sense to
0: me that, like, there's this many people, like, so committed to this cause that they're willing to give themselves up. Like, I mean, the guy who got shot probably didn't know. <laughs> but like the guy who was pretending to be a traitor to tell them where the
1: No, the guy that supposedly got shot was never shot. He showed up in the end and was telling them and we'll defend ourselves. Oh, I just didn't recognize him then. Yeah, well, you didn't see Tony, Tony look just up like at an
0: him. idiot. Like Tony, you didn't glance at that guy but like, "Hmm,
1: no bullet wounds, eh?" No, he had I mean there was like exploding packets on his oh. chest and stuff. So they
0: they they're like, "Good thing we picked up these squibs." From yeah, exactly.
1: Left over from hard-boiled. Well, no, it's yeah, it's <laughs> It's Starkwood. They also, you know, not unlike many conservative yeah, causes props. before, they've dabbled in movie production.
0: <laughs> I, the, the whole thing is just, it's getting, uh, like, it's just impossible to buy it now. Like, they're they're driving Humvees around with machine guns and, like, encircling FBI attack squads and being like, you better get off our property, or we'll shoot you yeah like go ahead
1: are you You so screwed it is over
0: kill me because it will be worth it just (laughs) to see how badly you get sodomized by the government
1: (laughs) i know i can't this is like they're this is just a no-win scenario i love it when they're talking to the joint chiefs of staff it's like we can't just bomb the place we don't know if we'd get it we're the u.s bombs are never about hitting the target it's about shooting bombs.
0: Yeah. It's like, well, there's actually a hospital and a school and an orphanage on the compound. And they're like, when has that ever stopped us?
1: Yeah, it's like, she just pulls out a piece of paper uh, sorry, and, like, hands it to him. I'm sorry, I can't
0: hear you all the napalm I'm deploying.
1: <laughs> she hands him a piece of paper. It's like, I can't read this. What is it? Those are Arabic addresses of schools and hospitals and orphanages <laughs> that we have bombed. This place is screwed. I just I hit the yeah. button. I called you guys to make it look like I cared what you thought. Thanks for <laughs> ruining the illusion. I'm the president. The missiles have launched. Yeah, I can't even imagine. It's like this whole scenario. I mean, the only way that this could ever turn out reasonably is if the neck the last six episodes are like every member of Starkwood staff being beaten to death by jack bauer yeah as he slowly well, i think they're gonna
0: tell him deteriorates
1: into dementia
0: it's like we we found the cure for the virus it's hardcore sodomy <laughs> like, he's like wait you don't have to
1: tell me twice
0: i think i might already be cured
1: <laughs> i should be immune then yeah i mean those chinese guys were brutal they say they have small wings, but I don't believe it. I mean he could have been using a plunger, but he sounded like he was enjoying himself.
0: What, one of the things that just like I cannot fathom is like when Tony is tied up being interrogated and it looks like he's gonna be shot and then the the traitor who's not really a traitor shows up and shoots the other guy in the back and Tony's like he just goes, Hey. Hey, what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah. If it's that like happened, he's... I would be like, "Holy shit!"
1: <laughs> hey, what's up? Yeah. It's like he's trying to score it's drugs like or something.
0: It's like it's like like, "Hey, Uncle, hey,
1: voice. hey, hey, I need to borrow hey, a quarter."
0: Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like he's talking to him like while they're taking a math test. <laughs> hey, what'd you put for thirteen? Hey,
1: <laughs> that was really weird. I didn't quite understand. He's like, what hey, the hell's going on? I'm Like, hey, Tony, I think it should for, be obvious what's going on. Thanks for killing that on. guy. Yeah, hey, hey. That guy was going to kill me.
0: Big ups. Huh. I'm giving you the upwards knot. That's all I can do. My hands are tucked. <laughs> I want to give you some dap, but I can't.
1: Maybe we can do that, like, fist pump thing where it blows up afterward, you know? You kind of make the fist, <laughs> and then you pull back and open your hand, you know? Anyway, get these cuffs off of me. Also, do you have any idea where these uh, weapons of mass destruction are?
0: Yeah, I don't even know why
1: the. I love it how Larry Moss is still like telling Tony not to hurt the dude. If I was the FBI, I'd be like, "Everybody outside except for that guy and Tony." Oh look,
0: it's it's time for the the tri daily FBI communal cigarette break. Like, (laughs) sir, I don't smoke. He's like, "You do now." everybody outside
1: he's like he doesn't he just drops all pretense at that point don't be stupid this is an excuse for tony to torture the crap out of that guy he's
0: gonna beat the he's gonna beat him to death
1: (laughs) tony i'm just gonna leave this long metal board and this sack and these handcuffs right over here by the sink it's really easy to tilt somebody's head back into the sink with the sack over it when you have a long metal board yeah
0: just in case you were curious
1: about the He's like giving him the eye signal, like he's pointing at his eye and then pointing at Tony and pointing at his eye. Tony's so just like, like,
0: what? I don't get it. Hey,
1: hey, what the hell's going on?
0: It's like, okay, let's, okay, here's a hangman puzzle. <laughs> it's 13 letters.
1: Oh, Tony Almeida, you are a tool. <laughs>
0: what, what the hell's going on?
1: I don't know why it's you like- would just haul off and punch the dude anyway. Like, that what's guy, the FBI yeah. gonna do to you?
0: Oh man, I would be like an unleashed gorilla. I would just uh, descend upon him.
1: <laughs> and so I was. Hoping, if he's a, if I had written this scene, they would have revealed that the weapons were not in that warehouse. And then five seconds later, a naked Tony Almeida would be pummeling that guy on the <laughs> ground, screeching burst like a monkey through the wall. <laughs> no clothes on. He's Somebody stop
0: flapping in the wind. <laughs>
1: Larry just like I can't stop him. I don't even know if he understands language anymore. <laughs> yeah.
0: Though I will give Starkweather credit Starkweather Starkweather?
1: I don't even know. Who cares what their name is? John Voice. <laughs> I will
0: give them credit for picking the guy who looks like he'd be most likely to defect. Yes. <laughs> in like a company of like mercenaries and they're all armed to the teeth. They pick this like chubby looking fat faced guy in a suit. <laughs> like yeah. they said there would be unlimited Snickers. <laughs> And then there were only a hundred Snickers.
1: All the Snickers have been eaten. I cannot <laughs> well, live in a world Chubo, without Snickers.
0: We didn't think anybody could eat a thousand Snickers in a day. <laughs> like I showed you, and now I'm going to show you again.
1: Promises have been immunity. made, and promises have been broken.
0: That guy's talking about, he's like, I want to negotiate an immunity deal with the FBI right now, too. And this is like when you think he's still a traitor. It's like, motherfucker, you just killed your friend. Let's at least get out of the building.
1: Yeah, I love it how he's got an immunity deal with the president now. You have to shoot him. You don't yeah. have any other leverage. He's <laughs> well, immune. He just,
0: you don't have to shoot him. Let's just say he doesn't have to come back. No He's going to trip questions.
1: and fall down on some bullets. <laughs>
0: yeah. God, I was reading, uh, you know that comic Saturday morning breakfast cereal? Yes. That's a great comic. But there's this one where the guy's like, although I cannot afford a lawyer, I uh, you will see that I do not need one. Because here I have a videotape. Of the d- defendant shooting me three times while shouting his name. <laughs> and then the next panel, it says, verdict, guilty, crime, bullet theft. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, oh, shit. But I left a part in the middle out that ruined the joke. Because while he's saying that, the lawyer's like, wait, wait, your honor, my client is rich. And then that part. Uh, oh, I'm going to need to use the magic of creative editing. Otherwise, this makes a lot less sense.
1: Just leave it in there. It doesn't matter.
0: No, it's fine. Just link it's to standard. the comic
1: in the show notes.
0: Yeah. And then people and will be like, Wow, the original was much better than your second hand story. And I'm like, your mom is better <laughs> than my second story. Uh have, have sex with her.
1: It's different because you can't have sex with this the metaphor doesn't yeah. work. It kind of breaks as, down. It's
0: not as good for you. <laughs> Hope you like comics sexually. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this, uh, this week's 24 was a little crazy. I love it how they bring up the fact that it's unconstitutional to deploy the United States yeah. Army on U.S. soil <laughs> without the permission of Congress. Even though that's the only time it ever happens. Like, <laughs> during the Civil War, they broke that law like 20 times. Yep. It's like, if somebody's that's going- Because if
0: you were like, hey Congress, can we deploy the military? They'd be like,
1: no. <laughs> Are you sure you're not going to try to take over the country?
0: Well do you think so many we other countries promise. suck ass?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't even know why that would even be a question, though. Like, Just explain it after the fact. It's like uh, they had a weapon of mass destruction. It was a biological agent that would have killed thousands of people. It's like, they do you have, you have truth? I have Jack Bauer's wriggling dead body. Is that proof <laughs> enough for you?
0: Yeah, he's still kind of twitching. He's not alive. That's just the after effects of the virus.
1: Yeah, I love it how they, they managed to get a tape of the testing victims from Sangala leaked not 45 minutes ago.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, how convenient. just Because like, an hour ago, Jack Bauer was all like, I saw these people going all like, bleh. and we were like, what are you all, crazy old Jack? Crazy old Jack going around killing senators and making up stories about biological weapons testing in Africa. He's like, God, now I'm all poisoned. It wasn't the Laffy Taffy spray after all. (laughs) I I thought like they were when they opened up the door and like the quarantine he's in. I was like, all right. So he didn't get infected. What's the thing now? And they're like, oh, good news. He's like, oh, thank God. They're like, it's not contagious. He's like,
1: ah, you're dead. How is it not contagious? That doesn't even make sense. It's
0: like, well, your penis won't fall off. He's like, oh, thank God, immediately.
1: (laughs) Why do you keep phrasing things like that? You
0: need to work on your bedside manner.
1: It's like the doctor from Arrested Development. Yeah. (laughs) That was a hilarious gag each and every time it was used. Yep.
0: (laughs) But, yeah, 24. Really weak. Super weak. I mean... It's still funny, but this episode was not really that funny.
1: It's trying my <laughs> patience.
0: There was, like, there's some absurd things that were kind of funny, but it, like, wasn't really all the way funny.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: know. The, uh, the, the thing about them, like, surrounding the FBI and, like, threatening to shoot them was just too absurd. Like, you're a company.
1: You're, you have
0: no ideology.
1: Who like, pays you? If the U.S. government stops hiring you, you don't have any money.
0: It it just makes no sense. Like, what are they going to do Like, when they finally, like, they're like, all right, now we've got the U.S. government playing in the palm of our hand. All right, what do we do now? (laughs) Like, what the hell is going to happen? It's so stupid.
1: Yeah, there's only one way this is going to end. Jack Bauer chasing down John Voight in a parking garage. That's the way it's got to be.
0: I, I'm serious. It's like John Void has the the cure to the virus, and it's in his butthole. <laughs> Jack Bauer's like, sorry, I can't hear you. I'm already, already butt pounding John Void.
1: <laughs> oh, if you're gonna die, make sure you're dying on top.
0: Yeah, Sheriff, sure, why not? And- Wants to know if you've given any thought to his offer. Why this loyalty to a government that screwed you over? I don't get it. Just tell us what the FBI knows and you can walk. For the record, I bet Mr. Hodges a pair of Redskin tickets you wouldn't talk. Looks like I'm gonna be sitting on the 50 yard line. Hey. Hey, what the hell's going on?